basically, we're just continuing the sequence of what we did from the second barrack. The first barrack was talking about how a woman becomes a Saita. The second barrack was talking about the process, was continuing the process of once the woman came up to Harhabayas, to the Kain. And the procedure that they would do with the Sanhedrin, etc. So now the minister says like this, He would take her mincha. He, meaning the husband. He, the husband, would take her mincha. From a kfifa mitzris, which is an Egyptian or a palm basket. We had two different ways to understand that. From this palm basket. And then he would place it into a klisharis. Okay? He would take her mincha from a kfifa mitzris. The husband would take the kmitza, the I'm sorry, the mincha from a kfifa mitzris and put it into a klisharis. This is after everything. al yada. Well we're gonna after they came up and after they gave her the shvu and everything like that. Um, to prepare her, and to, now they're just getting ready to bring the carbon. Vinoisna al yada, and then they would put it on her hand. The kain would put it in her hand. He or the he. So in the beginning it was her husband, and now it's now it's the kain. That's right. Give me the answer. So, so the kain is taking the klisharis and putting it in her hand. They would put the klisharis in her hand. Vikoyin meniach yadoi. And the Kayin would place his hand underneath her hand, Umenifa, and wave it. So the, the, the husband, okay, again, the, the husband would take the mincha from the Kfifa Mitzris and put it into a, a, a klisharis, a consecrated kli. Then they would put it onto her hand, not to tire her out. But to allow her to do tenufa, the waving around. Then, once she has her hands on it, the kohen maniach yadai mitachteha, the kohen will place his hand underneath hers, umenifa, and wave it. Now, the obvious question is: well, He's doing the wave. How is he allowed to put her hand, his hand, underneath hers? If her hand is here, and he's going to put his hand over here underneath it, there's a problem of Nagia, you have to Yishayim Nagia. So one answer is that it was an old Kayin who weren't Chayshid for... What does age have to do with this issue? Since he's an old Kayin, we're not concerned for the Yed Sahara to be, to be there. Since it was see, part that, of the procedure, that, since it's part of the procedure, yeah, that's what the Yishami says. That's one thing. Another answer is that even though it was a young Kayin, see, it's like this. This is the mitzvah. As we'll see in the, we'll see in the Gemara, this is part of the mitzvah. The question is, but it's it, the, the Yushami's lotion is it's mechur, it's disgusting, it's considered something which is not which is not appropriate. So the Gemara Yushami's one answer is that it's not a problem of mechur, that it's disgusting because it's an older kai and it's like you know let's just think of it as an old zayi doing something like that to do. That's one answer. The second answer is that the it was a young kai, and you have to do it because that's part of the procedure, just like pairing her clothing was part of the procedure. So this is also, we're not concerned because it's only lisho, it's only for a specific amount of time. That's a second answer. A third answer, I just want to, a third answer is that actually her hands would go like this 
and the Kayan's hand would go on the bottom. So not, not touching her necessarily, but it was under, like under, this, under. and then one underneath, not underneath her hands, literally, but underneath, meaning lower and underneath the cave. And that's the, the three different shots. By the way, did you say that the husband or the Kohen? The Kohen. No, no, before that, places the Klishar's entering it. Because the Kohen, where it says the, the Benaisna is going on the Kohen. It is on the Kohen. Yeah, yeah. And the Kohen puts her hand, puts the utensil now on her hand, and the Kohen places her hand underneath it, and they wave it together. It says, and they wave it. It. Hainif, says the Mishnah, they waved it, the Higish, and they brought it close to the Mizbeach. Komatz, they did the Kmitza, meaning the Kayan did the Kmitza, the Hiktir, and offered it onto the Mizbeach. The Hashar, and the remainder, remain, the remaining part of the Mincha, Necha is eaten by Kayan. Does Hiktir literally mean burn? Hiktir literally means, we could call it Hiktar, the, the translation, the, the, the uh, the way it's generally translated is offered. That was offered by, by burning. Yeah, that's, that's how you do it. You're offering it on the Mizrach and it's being burned. Says the Mishnah, Hayamashke, she would drink first, Viachakach makriv esmenchas, and only afterwards, the makriv the mincha. Now, the question that the Gemara is going to ask is we just said that you offered it already. And the Gemara is going to explain, and we'll see that in the Gemara. But Akapadim says the Mishnah, Hayamashke, he would give her to drink, she would drink, and only afterwards, says the Tanakamo, would you offer the Karma Mincha? Reb Shimon says, no. First, you would offer up the Karma Mincha, and afterwards, he would give her to drink, as it says in the Pasuk, the Achar, and after, meaning, and after the carbon mincha was brought, Yashka es ha'isha es ha'mayim. You would give the water, the, the woman to drink the water. So since it says in the Pasuk, it says of Shimon, the Achar, and after, Yashka es ha'isha es ha'mayim, and after, meaning after the carbon mincha, you're going to give the woman to drink the water. So that tells you that me'ikra adin, what should happen first is, be makar of the carbon mincha, and then afterwards she should drink. That's what Reb Shimon says, and the Gemara is going to go through how the Tanakhama understands Absukim and what the Machlaikis is about. Can I ask you a quick question? If it's Pshat. I, I, I think it is. Okay. Um, well, I understand that, that it's all about the Pesukim, the order of Pesukim, but I'm, what I'm wondering is, in the Tanakhama, where first she drinks and then brings, is it possible for the waters to take, a cl- take effect and for her to explode before she brings No, it? no. Okay. So the, the mincha has to be brought correct. before that can correct. be Correct, correct. Yes, yes. By, by the way, you said before when you said uh, the higish kamas, higish, you said brought... Higish means bring close to the mezbeach. Remember they used to bring it close. They the just word, touched it to it. The word higish itself is referring to the Bring close. The yeah. The utensil was brought close to the mezbeach. Okay, so Rabbi Shimon again, Tanakama said first you would drink and then you would offer the karmah mincha and Rabbi Shimon says no. First you offer the carbon mincha, and afterwards she would drink. As the Pasuk says, and afterwards you should give the woman to drink. As am I in the water, she would drink the blood. 
Says Rav Shimon, but in Hishka, if he gave her to drink, and afterwards he offered the carbon mincha, says Rav Shimon, it's going to be Kshayra. So the Tanakhama says that the proper order is to drink and then the carbon mincha. Rav Shimon says, you should offer the carbon mincha and afterwards give her to drink as is mashma in the psukim. It says, but if you did it, Opposite, and you gave her to drink before the carbon mincha, but the yevet is going to be kosher. That was the mission. Okay? So that's a, that last line is a kasha from Rav Shimon? Is a. So it's a not a kasha, but it's a, it's a continuation. You're bringing the pasik, right? This beginning of Rav Shimon. Rav says a halacha that first you should be makrib and then give it to drink because of the pasik. But then Rav says, nonetheless, as we'll see in the Gemara, why? But nonetheless, if he gave her to drink first, <coughs> then he offered the mincha, he did it out of order, it's still going to be kosher. Okay? Do you think the Tanakhah would be masking that if it was done out of order? Well, let's see, let's see. Video, it would be okay. Let's see, we'll see, we'll see. Because it's all going to be in drushes that we're going to see on the base. Now, says the Gemara, Amar Lein, Rebbe Lazar, L'Rabbi Rabbi Lazar said, Rabbi Lazar the Tana said, Rabbi Yoshia the Dark. The Dare, I'm sorry, means of his generation. Didare, of his generation. Rashi explains, because there's two Rabbi Yoshias, and we're just pointing out that it had to be the Rabbi Yoshia that was in his generation, because be? otherwise it wouldn't have been. Okay, okay. That's, I mean, who would have a Havamim? What you would say is that it would be a kasha, it would, you, would, you would have to change something. Because it can't be that Rabbi Yishio, it must be that it was somebody else. So we're saying no. Rabbi Lazar said to Rabbi Yishio, which Rabbi Yishio? The Dore, the one of his generation. Rabbi Lazar said to him like this, Loitesev akarach. Now loitesev means don't sit. Akarach means on your feet. So don't sit on your feet is the literal translation, but the way... Taishashans uh, and other Rishayim explain, it means don't sit, rather stand on your feet. So if you want to write it simply, it's don't sit down. Until you explain to the following thing. Don't sit down, stand on your feet. Until you explain Law, Laham Nilsa, to the following thing. Minayin lemincha saita, from where do we know that mincha saita, the carbon mincha of a saita, sheta'una tnufa, that it needs, that it requires, sheta'una tnufa, that it requires uh, waiting. That was the question that he was at, that he told him, don't sit down until you explain this. Quote, Minayin lemincha saita, from where do we know that about a mincha saita, that it requires waiting. End quote. Frekti Gemara Kasha. What kind of question is that? Minolan? From where do you know that you have to have Tnufa by a Mincha Saito? Vehenif Ksivbo. It says the words Vehenif and you should wave it. So how, you don't have a Amaira ask another Amaira, don't sit down until you tell me. How do you know that you're supposed to wave the carbon Mincha Saito? What do you mean, how do you know? Open a chumash. It says, Vehenif. Frakti Gabar, Minolan? Question mark, exclamation point. Vehenif, Ksivba. 
It says v'heinif, the word v'heinif, k'sivbo, is written by it. So the Gemara explains, no, actually, that his question wasn't, how do you know that you have to have tenufa? Rather, the question was, v'baylim minolam. With the owners, minolam, from where do you know? Meaning to say, from where do you know that you have to have the tenufa with, to, in other words, how do you know that the owners have to be part of the tenufa process? Forget Kain for a second, the Gemara is going to explain everything. But his real question is, how do you know that the owners have to be doing tenufa, meaning the woman, in this case? She the owner? So it's a good question. Tais Rashi um, already said that the husband is the owner, but the woman is also an owner of it at some, in, in such a certain degree. It's her car, but basically they're, they're both considered owners to, to you know, to some extent. But how do you know that a carbon mincha, the carbon, sorry, mincha soita, that the owner has to do to you. That was his question. Okay, we're specific to Correct. That's as opposed to just yeah. letting the Kohen wave it by himself. That's right. Well, in other words, it's also, he, yeah, in other words, the own, the husband is really part of the question, and the Kohen is the Shliach. So it's, his question is, as we'll see in the Gemara, the Gemara is going to explain. Let's, let, let's read the next three lines, and it will, it will all become clear. Bibaylam and Nolan. How do you know that the owners also, meaning the owner, the woman over here, has to do the tnufa. Maybe once we see that the Pasuk says that the Kayin takes the site, the Mincha, it means to tell me that the Kayin is now the one in charge. He's the one that has to do everything. How do we know that even the woman has to do the tnufa? Answers the Gemara. Asya, we bring in an Xerah Shava, Yad, Yad, Mishlam. We, we include and we bring the Halacha that the woman has to do tenufa with the Xerashov of Yad Yad from Karvin Shtal. Ksiv Hacha is written over here. V'lokach, meaning by Saita it says, V'lokach ha-koyhen miyad ha-isha. And the koyhen should take from the hand of the woman, Uchsiv Hasam, and it's written over there by Karvin Shlamim, Yodav Tivienu. Yodav means his hands, meaning the owner's hands, Tivienna should bring the carbon shlomim. And it's talking about doing tenufa. So when it comes to carbon shlomim, it says, Yodav Tivienna. His hands, the owner's hands, should bring the carbon shlomim and do tenufa. So again, we have two psukim. We have Ksivhacha, it's written over here by Saita Valokacha Koyen, and the Koyen should take. Miyad ha'isha from the hand of the woman. Uchsiv hasam, and it's written over there by Shlomim Yadav Tiviyena. His, the owner's hands, should bring it and do tenufa. So says the Gemara, Ma kan, just like over here, by Mincha Saita, Koyhein, you need the Koyhein to be involved in the tenufa. Af lahalon, so too later on, meaning by Shlomim Koyhein, you need the Koyhein to be involved in the tenufa. Umalahalon, and just like later on, meaning by Shlomim, Bailim, the owners are involved in the tenufa. Afkan, so too over here by Saita, Bailim, the owners have to be involved in the tenufa. So we're basically going both directions. We're, we're learning from Saita to Shlomim, that just like by Saita, it says, the Kayin should take it. So that tells you that the Kayin has to be involved in the Tanufa. 
So too, by Karban Shlomim, where it said, Yodov to Vienna, it tells you that the Kohen has to be involved in the Tenuva of the Karban Shlomim. At the same time, just like Yodov to Vienna, which is referring to Bailim, at the Karban Shlomim told you that the owners have to be involved in the waving, so too, by Saita tells you that the owner, the woman, has to be involved in the waving. So how am I going to have both of these together? So how am I going to bring the two together? He places his hand by the Shlomim. Underneath, I'm sorry, the Kohen, rather. The Kohen waves, uh, uh, puts his hand. Tachas yedeh underneath the hands of the owners. In this case, it's the Saita woman. Umeinif and does tnufa, both by shlomim and by carbon Saita. The owners are waving it together with the kain. The owners are hands are like this, and the kain is like this or like this. However, you're going to learn it. The bottom line is that both of them are doing tnufa at the same time. There's a requirement for both of them to do the tnufa. Over here, yeah. The owners usually do. The owners do. Yeah. It's like a Shlomim. Shlomim, there's a din that the Kohen has to do it also. It's anything. 